that's fucking football right there. None of that pansyastic tugging smile for the camera bullshit. Men puke, men poop on the field, men deliver their newborn baby on the sidelines. We win together we celebrate together. Football is back baby. Welcome back to another episode of the Goalpost Gambling Podcast. I'm Nick V, and today we're going to be talking a little college football. Saturday's games are just about here. We're coming off an amazing week with a ton of awesome games. None better, or worse perhaps, than that Texas-Alabama game. Alabama wins, doesn't cover the spread, and they get dropped to number two in the rankings. That was really the pinnacle of the news and content last Saturday, but there were a lot of other great storylines to follow. Really though, Texas should have won that game. I think a lot of people share that sentiment. They played a really good football game. Their defense looks absolutely stellar. They lose their first string quarterback really early on to the game, and that kind of sets the course for the rest of it. They do lose on a last-minute drive by Alabama, but I'm not so sure that this Crimson Tide team is as strong as that typical Alabama product. They drop down to number two. Georgia takes the place in number one. They look unbeatable right now. There's just a handful of teams. I really draw the line after the top six. It's Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, and Oklahoma. They have Texas at 21 now, moving from unranked to 21. I still think they're better than that. I think we could keep seeing them climb. I don't know that they enter the college football playoffs, obviously, but they do just about knock off a number one now. If they had yours, things might be different in the future, but I think that they should remain a ranked team for the rest of the season. Uh, If you're a Longhorns fan, you're hopeful for that at least. But that top six, that top six looks like something else. I think that these teams will be getting double-digit spreads for a long time unless they're playing another team in this top five, top six. Even so, I think these teams are going to cover against most people in the field, ranked or unranked. There are a couple of games we should look at here. We'll start with the top 25, and then we'll move to some of those unranked matchups and see what we can find there. First game on Saturday, 12 o'clock game. UGA taking on South Carolina. They are in South Carolina. Gamecocks did not look so good. I watched them pretty closely in the Georgia State game, and even though that was one that they won, they still didn't look like they were the better team for the majority of that game. They pull out towards the end. Everyone is so focused on Rattler and, you know, this this South Carolina offense and what he can bring to the table. So far, through two games, he's 47 of 76, 603 yards, two touchdowns, and three picks. He does not look so good, and the Rattler hate is just really off the chain right now. So hopefully he can turn it around, but it's not going to happen against this Georgia Bulldogs team. They are favored by 24.5 points. I think they should cover that pretty easily. South Carolina lost last week actually to... Arkansas. Arkansas ranked 16 at the time, beat them 44 to 30. This was a game that I was on actually. Um, Arkansas only needed to win by nine. They win by 14. 
South Carolina has some potential, especially with the quarterback situation, but I don't think they're good enough to really compete with these ranked teams in the top 25, top 20. But this number one Georgia and this, this is a slam dunk. Go ahead and lock this one up, guys. Georgia just looks like a juggernaut right now. I don't see anybody having that good of a shot at taking them down in a big upset game. We did see some upsets last week, but Georgia does not look like a team that is upset prone. I totally understand the line being as high as it is in this game, and I'm rolling with it. Now, the over-under set at 55. I might go over that. I think they can really lay this on South Carolina. I don't think the offense is going to be that strong for the Gamecocks, but... Don't be surprised if Rattler puts up a touchdown or two and this one ends maybe 37-40 to 10. Uh, it should be pretty close around this line. I'm going to go over, but I'm not going to feel great about it. This game could certainly go under. This game could be 40-0. to zero. You know, so I'm a little hesitant on that one. I think you take the spread here. Just take Georgia to win this one. South Carolina is crazy on the money line here. They're plus 1,550, and if that tells you anything, uh, it's that you should be taking this Georgia spread. The next game, spread gets even crazier. UConn comes to visit Michigan at home. Michigan has been on fire. The quarterback situation has been weird, but they've been pulling it out. They've been doing some work, and they've been winning games pretty, pretty surely. They just beat Hawaii 56 to 10. They beat Colorado State before that 51 to 7. They are absolutely laying it on these smaller schools and um, unranked programs. And in the process, they are climbing the chains here. They are merciless at this point. UConn is getting 47 and a half points against Michigan. I say Michigan covers this at home. They've been pretty lights out. I'm I'm gonna keep them keep them keeping this streak going. I think that they should win pretty decidedly in this one. Yeah, I don't even see a money line on this. It is a lot of points to give up. It is a lot of points to give up, absolutely. I don't think that this UConn team is much better than the teams that Michigan's faced already. They probably are worse. I mean, they just got manhandled by Syracuse at home. So coming off that, going into Michigan, I don't like their chances. I think Michigan puts it on them here. College, in the first few weeks, I love taking these spreads. They seem ridiculous, but when you watch the games and you watch the points being scored, it really seems like a slam dunk every time. It seems impossible that these teams can really compete it's just, it is what it is, these first few weeks. On the other end, in the NFL, I love taking the points the first few weeks. Games are more competitive than you think. I mean, Steelers, right? They were getting like seven points, and they win. They win in overtime. They could have won a little bit easier if they held on. Detroit, you know, they keep it close with the Eagles. you got plenty of teams out here in the first week of the NFL that are taking these points and doing good, but that's just not how college ball works. Teams want to climb the rankings. Teams want to lay it on these small schools, and they have an incentive to. So let's keep keep that 
in our minds and, and keep rolling with the winners here. Another one, Oklahoma and Nebraska. Oklahoma, I think, has looked really good. They're ranked six, but I think that they they might be top five at some point this season. They've been good. They've been good. I love their offense. I love what they're able to do on both sides of the ball. They go and visit Nebraska. They are only favored by 11 heading into this one. Nebraska's a sneaky team. They could certainly put up a fight here. But this is a team that lost to Georgia Southern 45-42. to You're telling me you're going to let Georgia Southern lay 45 on you at home? Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I say Oklahoma rolls here. Now, I know that there's some things surrounding this game, but I just don't see it. I just don't see a way that Oklahoma doesn't come out here and win by at least two touchdowns. You have an interim coach for the Huskies, but it just should not really affect things in any kind of meaningful way when it comes to winning by a couple of touchdowns. I'm, I'm going Oklahoma all the way on this one. Now the next game, I really am tempted to take the spread here and give up the points with Baylor as they host Texas State, but I'm going to try to go in a different direction. I'm going to try not to pick all these spreads just for the sake of some variance here. I also don't think Baylor is that good. They just lost in double OT to BYU, who's ranked but not very highly. They're really only impressive spot of the season so far was a 69-10 to win over Albany. And that's not saying a whole lot. You know, a team that's going to be ranked should do that to them. So I don't know. They're laying 30 points. I don't know that I'm going to resist picking up 30 points on Texas. If Baylor wins this game, they could win by 24 points, 21 points. But still, they would come within that that margin of error. I think Texas State has just enough to hold them off maybe once or twice and keep this one close. They can score some points, too. Their quarterback's not so bad. Hatcher has already racked up five touchdowns this season. They throw a lot of picks, and Baylor should take advantage of that. But I don't know that it's going to tilt the scales that far in their favor. Let's watch Baylor win this one, but it'd just be a little tighter than they'd like. Speaking of, BYU plays Oregon. BYU traveling to Oregon to take on the 25th ranked Ducks. BYU's climbed from about that spot all the way down to number 12. Like we said, they do beat, um, they do get on and beat Baylor. That's their really shining win of the season after beating South Florida 50-21. to So BYU is a, a pretty legit team, is what the ranking system is starting to think. I don't know that I'm a huge fan of them, but I have to like them more than Oregon. Oregon has been absolutely disappointing. They get destroyed by Georgia. Now, Georgia is a juggernaut. They are. Georgia looks unbeatable, but they lose 3-49. to and not just lose, they have a horrible, horrible game. They come back and beat Eastern Washington a billion to 14, but even so, I don't know that I can trust this team. 
Now they are going to be at home for this one and they are only laying three and a half. So these are really tempting odds here to take Oregon to win by a little more than a uh, field goal. But I don't know that I can do it with them. I really don't. I think in this one I'm going to have to take BYU on the road. Give me the points. If Oregon wins, it's probably going to be a last-minute kind of thing. Let's see them win by like one or three, maybe even the upset. BYU is plus 140 on the money line. Anytime you can get a team ranked higher with a little extra juice like that, might be worth a look into. Might sprinkle some on that. It is at home. You like Oregon there. But let's let's take upstart BYU. Let's have them keep rolling this season. Ole Miss and Georgia Tech. Ole Miss comes into Georgia to take them on. They are ranked 20th heading into this game. Haven't lost. Georgia Tech is 1-1. One and one. Mississippi, or excuse me, Ole Miss is laying 17 points. That is quite a bit. But I don't know that this Georgia Tech team really has much going for it. Other than the fact that they're at home. Now they won their only home game this season. That was 35-17 to over Western Carolina. But they get manhandled in the previous home game. 41-10 to by Clemson. So maybe the Clemson one you take with a grain of salt. That's clearly a much better quality program right now. Same thing with Western Carolina. Georgia Tech is kind of assumed to beat them. Where do we stand when we look at them versus Ole Miss then? Well, I think that Ole Miss is probably going to get the job done. They're laying a lot of points. and I don't know that I want to give up that many. But they have not... Uh, Georgia Tech is 0-2-0 against the spread this season. I think you're going to have to give me Ole Miss. I, I'm very uncomfortable with it. I don't like laying that many points when both teams are not. When one is not clearly of a much more elite caliber than the other. I mean, obviously Ole Miss is ranked. They're in that top 25. They're a decent team. But I just don't think that they're miles ahead of Georgia Tech right now. I I could see it. They could win, but... Look at this, right? First game of the season. They come in ranked 21. They beat Troy by only 18 points. Is Georgia Tech worse than Troy? If not, you know, this should be a game that comes within that between in 10 and 20 range. So I'm going to lay the points here, but I, I could see it on both sides. If you like Georgia Tech to pull off the upset, it's plus 550. I'm not really going to play that. The over-under here is 63.5. I'd probably have to go under on that one as well. Penn State visiting Auburn. Penn State is laying the three as they come and see Auburn at home. Penn State's quarterback play has been phenomenal. Clifford has really been on a tear here. Five touchdowns, one pick almost 500 yards through the first two games. On the other side, Auburn has some questions. They have not gotten a lot out of the quarterback position so far. They've done enough to win games. They beat San Jose State by 
<laughs> only by eight here. And then they beat Mercer 42 to 16. So they don't really have two impressive wins. And that last one was a bit concerning. Penn State started the season unranked. They get one against Purdue on the road. And then they blast Ohio State back at home. Nittany Lions feel like they have something going on. Auburn, on the other hand, feels like they've only won games because of the quality of their opponents. I'm going to take Penn State here. I'm going to take Penn State to lay the three on the road. I'm actually going to lock this one up. I think this is a good spot here. Anytime you can come within a field goal in a game like this where one team seems to be in a little bit more elite company than the other, I'm willing to roll with it. I think Penn State is... Um, poised for a pretty good season. I think they're going to keep climbing the rankings. In order to do that though, they need to beat Auburn and probably by a sizable margin. So let's see how this one plays out, but let's expect Penn State to dominate here. Another game we have is Alabama at home going up against ULM. Now they are laying 49 and a half. This is a crazy spread, but we've seen them cover some wild spreads in the past. They won their first game against Utah State 55 to nothing. They are going to be determined to reclaim that first spot. Georgia is in a game where they should dominate, but if it's a little close, Alabama might want to hedge this one and try to absolutely obliterate ULM. And I think that's going to happen. ULM Monroe has one against Nichols 35 to 7 and then they lost to Texas 52 to 0 or excuse me 52 to 10 let's let's put some respect on them let's put some respect on Monroe here i think Alabama is going to be crazy motivated i think they're going to come in and absolutely lay it on them let's go Alabama minus the 49 and a half let's go ahead and lay about 50 points with the Crimson Tide. Why not? Why not? They've got the motivation for it. We have a Southeast matchup here in Liberty coming to visit Wake Forest. Wake is always a team that is a little unpredictable. Sometimes they look like they could go undefeated, and then other times they'll lose big and it looks like, oh, they were just piling wins against bad teams. And I think a little bit of both are true at different points. They have piled up some wins so far this season against some uh, less quality programs, and they've continued the streak of being ranked and making a name for themselves in college football. Hartman also returns for them. He's up to 300 yards even with four touchdowns, no picks. He looks great. Having him back is another huge advantage for them. They play Liberty. Liberty comes to visit them. Liberty is a football program that is trying to kind of do what Wake did. They're trying to come onto the scene, have some success, but they are miles and miles and miles away. They are not yet on the green here. They may not even be on the course. So they're undefeated so far, but their wins are against UAB. They won by touchdown. And then Southern Miss. They won in four overtimes. 29 to 27. They're not really predicted to be competitive in this game. Wake is laying 16 and a half, and I think they should run that up on them. I think Liberty is going to get embarrassed in this one. 
Wake at home, Demon Deacons or Dynamite. Let's roll with them. Let's lock this one up even. Yeah, love Wake in the spot. Let's see them get it done. Ohio State plays host to Toledo in a non-conference matchup. Ohio State currently ranked number three, two and zero this season. They are going to lay 32 points on this game with a 62 under over. I think this game will probably go over, but I think it's going to be because Ohio State is doing most of the scoring. They have a quality win already in this season. They actually uh, have played really well in, in some tough games this season. They won 21-10 to against Notre Dame, who was ranked 5th at the time. And they take care of business against Arkansas State, 45-12. to They didn't cover the spread, I believe, against Arkansas State. I think that one was set at 44 and a half yeah so they do not cover that one but they do blast them now i think you're going to get a little bit of an advantage here because they didn't cover that spread last time now they're only laying 32 at home there really is no reason they should not lay it on toledo toledo's not a slouch program they're not they're a pretty decent football club but i don't see any reason cj stroud and them don't absolutely lay it on as they continue to jockey and keep that third place. This will be a good test for them uh, with the pressure on them. Toledo obviously has nothing to lose, unlike that Notre Dame game. But I think Ohio State just puts it on them here, and they will cover that spread. Going to get some benefit, given they didn't cover last time. Hopefully that adjustment will be just enough. Watch them win by 35 or 40, and then hopefully we will uh, we'll get that one covered. We've got a couple more matchups here. Akron comes to visit Tennessee. Tennessee is laying 47 and a half. Let's take that. Tennessee, number 15, ranked 2-0. They're at home. Let's just ride with the points. It doesn't matter. Let's give up 47 and a half with them. This one is a little bit closer here. NC State and Texas Tech. NC State is laying 10 points. They are at home. They had a couple of scary games this season. That crazy matchup, historically crazy matchups against ECU. NC State finds a way to pull that out, and they win 21-20. to And then they just go and lay it on Charleston Southern. I think this is a good team. There's been a lot of expectations on them. But I think getting over that ECU game, I think really set the trajectory for their season. If they would have lost that, I think they fall and fall and fall. But... Winning that one, I think they're back on track. I think that they feel like they are who they're supposed to be. So I'm I'm a big fan of NC State in this spot. Texas Tech has beat a ranked team in double overtime. They beat 20th ranked Houston, and they destroyed Murray State. Texas Tech is a good football team. And I understand if you want to take the points here, but I'm laying the 10 with the Wolfpack. I think that they are in a great spot, especially at home. If this was in Texas, maybe a different story, but I'm taking the home team. I'm laying the 10. Let's go Wolfpack. Our next game is one of a little bit more uncertainty. You have Michigan State on the road taking on Washington. Both teams are 2-0. Both teams have absolutely beaten up on some pretty pretty second-tier, third-tier programs here. Uh, and maybe that's even being generous. Michigan State starts the season with a closer than they would have liked, 35-13 to win over Western Michigan. 
and then they laid on Akron 52-0. Washington wins against Kent, and then, what is this, Portland State? Portland State, they beat Portland State 52-6. So both teams are kind of in the same boat where they're winning games pretty easily, but against teams that are not so highly touted here, not so strong. Uh, be respectful, you know, college coaches and, and players put a lot on the line. They may not be a good team, but it, it doesn't feel right to call them trash or, you know, what have you. Because they do. They put a lot of effort into this. Um, so, but but they've been beating these teams, right? Now, the quarterback play of Washington has been pretty solid, okay? I can't say that for Michigan State. Thorne does not look so great. He has moments but every time he has a good moment, it seems like there's something that is equally as bad that happens. And I'm not I'm not a big thorn guy here. I think Michigan State has enough to get by, and I think in the system he's good enough. But I don't know that it's dynamic. I don't know that it's going to help them in games like this. So I think we might have that exposed. It is in Washington, and that is why they are favored minus three. In a game like this, I'm not so sure that I feel comfortable laying the points. If Michigan State was favored, I don't think I would do that. Let's take the three with Michigan State. I know they're on the road. I know Washington is looking to knock off a ranked team here. But Michigan State, I think even though I don't love their quarterback play... They look like a really solid football team. And they've done pretty pretty decently against the spread this season, I think. Yeah, they're they're one and one. So that's alright. Washington is two and oh. But I don't know, man. I, I gotta take Michigan State here, plus the three points. If you're confident in them, if you like Sparty, go ahead and grab them plus one forty on the money line. I could see it happening. But I could also see Washington pulling this one off at home. Let's just play it safe and take the points. You might even try an alt line and, and get a little bit more than a field goal on this one just for safety. But it's always nice to take the points on a team that could very well win the game. South Florida at Florida. Florida is laying 24 points. They're laying 24 points against USF. USF beat Howard. Howard is not so strong this season and they lost to BYU 50 to 21. Florida just lost a close one to Kentucky. That was a really close matchup and they do start the season with a win against Utah. So they've kind of been a mixed bag, right? They had one win to start the year that made them look like this was going to be a really electric team. People are comparing their quarterback to some really really uh great all-time quarterbacks from college era. I don't know. I like Florida. It feels like anytime you want to roll with them, though, you're buying the hype, especially after that first win. And I think a lot of people felt let down after the Kentucky game. But all in all, I think I'm going to go with the Gators. USF, I think, is that bad. I don't think this is a question about how good Florida is. I think USF is just not, not there. So 24, yeah, it's a lot to give up. But I'm comfortable doing it. I think if it wasn't for the kind of energy surrounding Florida, I think this could be higher. I think the win by 30 plus. 
So I'm not going to lock it up, but I do like Florida in the spot. Pitt travels to take on Western Michigan. Western Michigan, sneakily good, right? They put up a fight against Michigan State. They did win against Ball State. That's the, the full extent of their resume. Now, Pitt just dropped one to Tennessee. They got upset at home in the first game of the year. They barely squeaked out a win over West Virginia. So where do we stand with Pitt? Are they good or are they not? Well, I think this game might tell us. They should win this game by a lot, but I don't think they will. I am going to take the 11 points with Western Michigan. Call me crazy, but I think this is, if Pitt wins, this is a 7-point win. I'm not even so sure that there's not a chance of an upset. It really could happen. It's plus 328. That kind of shows you that Vegas thinks that, okay, this shouldn't happen, but it is in the realm of possibility. So let's take that and let's say Michigan, Western Michigan, plus the 11 points. Pitt is good. I like Pitt, but I don't think that they're going to be blowing teams out. I don't think that they have the necessary pieces in order to really dominate games. Their wins should all be in that 7 to 10 range, maybe 3 to 10. Let's see Michigan, Western Michigan play this one pretty close. Louisiana Tech comes to visit Clemson. Number five, Clemson in the CFB rankings. Clemson is laying 33 points at home. Really no reason that they shouldn't cover this. This is another wild spread that I think we will see happen. Now, there was a concerning win against Furman. They only won 35-12, okay? But Louisiana Tech is not Furman. They lost 52-24 against Missouri to open up the year. I think Clemson at home just unloads on them. I think they go ahead and they grab this win over LA Tech and uh, they roll here. They should win by 40 points in this one to go ahead and demonstrate that they belong in that fifth spot. I mean, if they don't, right? If they don't win this one by a high amount and Oklahoma lays it on in their game, who's to say Oklahoma should not move from six to five? You know, Clemson it does have a lot on the line here with trying to keep that top five position and jockeying to move up a little bit. So let's let's keep an eye on this one. Let's roll with the Clemson Tigers, minus a 33. Texas coming off of that horrific injury to start their game against Alabama. Texas defense looked amazing, like we said. I think that they would have been able to win that game pretty handedly if Ewers was still playing. Now he's not going to be. The backup comes in. He does a pretty decent job. I think with him they have enough to get it done. But there is the uncertainty. There is the morale. Everything like that after coming off of this this heartbreaking loss to Alabama, number one. But they're playing UTSA, who has only been in two overtime games this year. Lost a triple overtime to Houston and then lost a regular overtime to Army. This is not a team that should be that great. Their quarterback play has been good, but this is a team that, as a whole, is not really as strong as Texas is, even without viewers. So I'm going to lay the 12 and a half of Texas. I think this is a great price. You might even tease this one up a little bit. You might take the minus, you know, 18, 17, whatever you want. Get some value on it if you can. 
but yeah I like Texas in the spot I think that they're at home once again I think that they're going to come out mad and I think they're going to go ahead and just pummel UTSA and cover that spread pretty easily even if Ewers is not in the game they should still have enough to get this done I don't think that defense lets them score the ball much the under in this game is 59 and a half I might take that under too that, not, that might be pretty pretty intriguing there a matchup that should be more competitive though Miami visiting Texas A&M Miami on the road and they are going to be getting six and a half boy Hurricanes getting six and a half on the road they haven't lost yet they beat USM and they beat BCU both of those games they won pretty pretty easily Texas A&M is coming off that shocking defeat to App State who is a pretty quality football program but outside of that their one win was against Sam Houston they blanked Sam Houston 31 to 0 I don't know 17 to 14 against App State this one should be low scoring of course the under over is only at 44 and a half you might want to take the over on that one Miami has scored 70 and 30. I think they could run it up here. I like Miami on the money line, plus 192. I really do. Let's see them come in and upset Texas A&M. Now, if you want to play it safe, I love the spread. Plus 6.5 is really, really safe. But we could take them on the money line, maybe an alt line, give up some points with Miami. I think they're the better team. I think they go in there and they get it done. I don't think Texas A&M bounces back. They need to, but I don't think they will. Let's see Miami in this one. San Diego State University taking on Utah, number 14th ranked Utah. It's coming off of a win against SUU, that's Southern Utah University, 73-7. to Before that, they lost to Florida, 29-26. to Florida, unranked then, of course, ranked now is a much better team. San Diego State University lost to Arizona, and then they beat Idaho State. Now they're traveling to Utah. Utah is laying 21. I think this is a good spot to show what Utah's really made of. I think they come out here and they dominate. They have a pretty decent squad. Their offense has been clicking a little bit. They have some rushers. They have some receivers. They've got guys who can get the ball down the field and, and make things happen. And I expect that to be the the story here. I like them. I do. I think Utah proves that the loss against Florida sucked, but that's because it was a quality team. Those two teams going up against one another and they just lost to another ranked program. Watch them watch them win this one pretty pretty uh pretty easily. Let's cruise past that 21 spread. Fresno visits USC. Fresno's always a team that is in the mix here. They always have a chance to upset some teams, but they're never really as good, I think, as, as people like for, to think of them being. So, with that in mind, USC is only laying 11.5 at home. This is a slam dunk for me. Uh, the quarterback play of Caleb Williams has been absolutely dynamite. No picks, six touchdowns, 96.5 QBR. I mean, he's just been lighting it up. Have they been playing quality teams? Not really. Rice and Stanford are not ranked teams. They're not super tough teams. But you can't tell me that they're much better than Fresno. They should come out here and lay it on Fresno. I think 
Um, Williams is going to have a killer day, and I think that they're just going to roll this one. Let's take USC at home, minus 11.5, should win by 14+. plus. Let's look at these unranked matchups real quick, too. That does it for our top 25 spreads. I see Florida State going up against Louisville today. Ooh, minus three on Florida State. Let's, uh, ooh, yeah, this is going to be a good game, I think. Florida State is always so flimsy. They win games just by a little bit. They might win this one by a point like they did against LSU. I I don't know. Let's take Florida State. Let's take the minus the three in this one. They're on the road, but why not? Air Force comes into Wyoming. They are minus 16 and a half. That just feels like too many points to give up. Let's take Wyoming. Let's take Wyoming plus the 16 and a half. They might lose that game. That might be a bad pick. But let's just take it anyway. Let's see if there's anything else of note in here. Syracuse. Ooh, Syracuse laying one and a half at home against Purdue. Does Purdue bounce back? Of course they do. Let's take Purdue on the money line here. Plus 105. Let's, let's watch Purdue win this game. Well, we might as well take the spread. Plus one and a half. We'll do that. We'll take... Purdue on the spread here. Let's even lock this one up. Love the spot for Purdue. Love the spot for them to win a game on the road and get some credibility back. They need this one big time. Syracuse looks good. They look like a decent football program right now. Haven't lost a game this season, but I think Purdue just has more firepower at that quarterback position. Let's see if we can't get Purdue with some points here. Western Kentucky coming to visit Indiana University. They are getting six and a half points on the road. Let's just take them. Let's just take Western Kentucky plus six and a half. Both programs are pretty decent. But I don't know. I just have a feeling. Western Kentucky, they just beat Hawaii. That's got to be a good, uh, a good omen, right? No one's ever, ever, ever lost a game after beating Hawaii, right? I don't know. Western Kentucky, though, I have a feeling about. Let's see if they can't pull it off. Now, here's one that I love, all right? Coastal Carolina has won their first two games. The spread last week was absolutely brain neutral. It was so fucking stupid. They had Coastal Carolina minus 32.5. I don't know who was betting that. Who is betting Coastal at home minus 32.5 against anybody? They're a football program that's good, don't get me wrong, but they're not, they're not someone who's going to be winning games by that much. Now, Buffalo is coming to visit them. Okay, Buffalo has lost both games this season. Buffalo is not a strong team right now. Coastal is 2-0. They are a good team. They're not a team that's going to blow people out, but I don't know what the overreaction last week was. I don't know who was thinking that that was something that made sense. But as a result of that spread being so ridiculous and them only winning by a little bit on that, the line on this one is 13.5. Give me Coastal minus 13.5. Two touchdowns is very realistic at home against Buffalo. 
I don't see any reason they shouldn't get this done. McCall is a decent quarterback. They can play. Now, they're not going to win this game by 30 or 40, like they were thinking last week. But this is one where they should win by 14, 15, 16, 17, whatever it is. Give me them to win in that range. All right? Give me them minus 13 and a half. I don't see any reason we shouldn't just go ahead and take this and run with it. Let's see uh, UVA hosting ODU. ODU's getting plus eight and a half. I think we got to jump on that. They beat Virginia Tech early in the season. ODU is always kind of an interesting team. Virginia loses 24-3 against Illinois last week. They're at home. They want to prove something. But I don't think they do. This is an in-state matchup, and I think that ODU plays this close. I think that they lose by maybe a field goal or touchdown, but not more than more than eight points. Give me ODU plus eight and a half. I, I got to grab that one. Let's see. There's some other games here, some pretty high spreads that might be interesting. Let's take another one with the points here. Kansas visits Houston. Kansas is getting plus eight and a half. Houston comes off of a loss to Texas Tech in double overtime. Before that, they beat UTSA in triple overtime. So not a really impressive resume. One overtime loss, one overtime win against two programs that are not so strong. Kansas beats West Virginia in double OT, and they beat uh, TNTC 56-10 to start off their season. Uh, I don't know. I like Kansas in this one. I don't see any reason why Houston should be all that more favored. It is at home for them. I get that. But Kansas is plus 250 on the money line. Give me the eight points. Give me the money line on this one. I, I have to think Kansas comes in there and shows them what's up. Houston has not been that strong. That one I think is a gem. In the unranked games, that is a gem right there. Let's also just continue to bet against LSU. Fuck LSU. They've lost me too much money in the past, and I'm hurt. I'm wounded. They beat Southern by quite a bit, but they lose their opener to Florida State. Mississippi State comes into town to play them in Louisiana. They beat Arizona and Memphis. They're undefeated. Let's just grab them minus two and a half. Let's see them get it done on the road. Let's see what else we have here. I think this might this might just about do it for us. There are not lines on some of these. Oh my god, this one is this one's gonna be hard to handicap here. Georgia State versus Charlotte. Georgia State is at home. This is a battle of uh teams that have not won 0-2 Georgia State hosting 0-3 Charlotte. Charlotte has looked like a mess. Normally they're alright, but they have looked like a mess this year. I liked how Georgia State played UNC. They had a pretty decent game. They played South Carolina close for the first half. I don't know. I think Georgia State might be a much better team than Charlotte. And I think the sportsbook agree. They are minus 19 and a half. That's what makes this so tough. Can you give up that many points with a team that hasn't won a game? Maybe Charlotte bounces back. Let's take... 
Let's take Georgia State minus 19 and a half. Let's just punt on the 49ers. Let's forget about them. Georgia State minus so many points. Go ahead and ride with it. Let's let's get one more in here. ASU hosting EMU. I think they have the advantage in coaching. I think ASU is at home. They're coming off a loss to number 11 ranked Oklahoma. I think they have just enough to get this one done. They are minus 20 and a half. But this is this is a big school against a small school. Let's just take them to beat Eastern Michigan. I think that this one could be close, but let's just roll with the points here. Let's give them up. They should win this one. This one won't be spectacular. They'll probably win 21. They'll probably win by 21 points, I mean. Maybe maybe 35 to maybe 35 to 10. So who knows? Who knows? But I'll take Arizona State minus the 20 and a half. I think that's just going to about wrap it up for us. There's still some lines that haven't come out. Um, there's some that I don't see on the sports book I'm looking at. But what we do have is a packed slate of Saturday games once again. Let's see if we can make a little bit of money this week, all right? Let's try to make some money and atone for our college football picks last week. I started out great, and then it just all fell apart. This week, hopefully this week is different. Good luck to everyone betting today. Let's watch some good college football. Until next week, we will see you guys back here.